I love getting into a hub. 89.5. 89.5. This is KK12 FM. Hey guys, this is G back with another session of TikTok with G, my weekly show that happens every Monday and Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. So I hope you guys are doing great at home. Only a few more days, what, uh, I think another seven to eight more days of this extended lockdown. And then we will have to see whether the Prime Minister will be extending it further. I have a feeling it will be extended. I think it's a good thing if it's extended. I know that uh, people are trying to, to remain sane and try not to go crazy at home. But this whole partial lockdown, it serves a purpose. We still have to maintain... Uh, social distancing to make sure that the spread of uh, COVID-19 does not go even further or grow even uh, worse. So I know that these past few weeks have been tough for all of us. I can see it in myself. I can see it uh, within my family members, my friends. And it's especially tough when we can't see, you know, a happy ending to this whole outbreak. And I know a lot of you are wishing oh, I wish I can like have a, a reset button uh, that could make all of this disappear. And I think we just all want to wake up from this nightmare and you know, just hope that this is all just a bad dream. But unfortunately, this is not. And it is tough that this is reality, that we have been stuck at home for more than a month and we may get stuck still within the next month. So... All in all, I hope you guys are keeping your good spirits out there and spreading love instead of negativity. So a lot of us have that false expectation that we can just go back to our normal lives or our previous lives once this whole MCO lockdown is over. And honestly, um, taking this from Soya Chinchao, and I totally agree with all that is said here, it says we can only return to our old ways if one of three things happen. Firstly, the virus dies out due to effective lockdowns all over the world or tones down to become like the seasonal influenza. Secondly, that we manage to find a miracle cure that can treat large numbers of people and reduce the severity of the disease. And thirdly, that we can rapidly develop a highly effective vaccine that can be mass-produced and distributed to large volumes of the population to give all of us immunity. So all of these prospects... Uh, according to this article, it says here, are highly unlikely to happen. So it would be foolish to think to ourselves that this will end. And there is no immediate return to the old ways, guys. So let's look at reality and let's look at the possible options of how we can, of how we can live or how we can be after the whole partial lockdown is over and um, some some sort of normalcy returns to our lives. So let's have a look at that when I return. This is KK12 FM. You're listening to KK12 FM on 89.5. This is KK12 FM. And usually I will be recording from my soundproof studio, but today... I decided I'm going to record from my bedroom and, you know, listen to the very nice uh, raindrops that are falling from the sky. Yes, I love this kind of weather and it makes me feel like I am in the mood for a chit-chat. So talking about the MCO and what will we be doing after the whole MCO or the partial lockdown is lifted. So 
I'm taking a lot of my stuff from soyachinchow.com today and it says here that we cannot continue with some form of lockdown indefinitely. If the epidemic continues, we will reach an impasse, a time when the lockdown will become more than we can tolerate. And we are speaking here not just of the economic loss, but from the poor dying from starvation, many dying from other diseases, you know, collateral damage, and some dying from despair. And all of this is, it's real. It's happening everywhere in every country. We are living in a new reality, people, a post-coronavirus reality. And we have to learn how, how we will need to change, how we need to change, how we can adapt and survive this reality. So uh, they've given three exit strategy opinions and I will not be touching too much on number one and number two. Uh, I would like to share more about exit strategy number three, which I totally agree with. Exit strategy one is to give up and give in. So this is basically to just stop all that we're doing, go back to the way we were living, and this might and possibly allow the epidemic to spread widely. Exit strategy number two is to segregate old people and children and adults with chronic conditions. This strategy is a dramatic one. It will require an intensive, coordinated effort, and it has its own risks. So... At the end of the day, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to be separated from my grandparents or my parents or from family members who are ill. I mean, especially if there is a way to go about it, to take care of them. You know, I, I don't like the segregation. So anyways, let's uh, go on to exit strategy number three, which is more realistic. It's not an easy option. And it is one that will require strict discipline from every person in this country, in any country, for this to work. It will require all of us to cooperate and to work together in a way like we have never done so before. Not as individuals, but as a responsible family, a nation of siblings. And we have to prepare now to put in place all the steps required before the MCO or the partial lockdown is lifted this April 28, or it might even be further. In effect, uh, this strategy is to allow the virus to spread at a controlled rate while we get back to some normalcy in life. And it would be ideal to eradicate it, but that currently seems unlikely, obviously, because we don't have a cure, uh, no available vaccines. But this exit strategy number three makes the assumption that we can control the current outbreak to a reasonable level. And somehow we must expect that COVID-19 cases will rebound episodically after we control each wave of an outbreak. And this will continue for some time until it gradually fades over time. I just heard from a friend in Brunei that, you know, they've gone so many days without new cases of the COVID-19. And just today... They received a relapse case. Um, so a person who had the virus, who recovered, went back to the hospital because he or she was discovered to be suffering from this virus again. Anyways, I'm going to take a short break. And uh, in the next set, I will give you the outline of how exit strategy number three would look like and basically get to know what we need to do or to prepare or to adapt to once this MCO partial lockdown is lifted. Stay with me. This is KK12FM. 
89.5. This is TikTok with G, my weekly show that happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. Hey guys, I hope you are doing great at home, staying at home, and only going out when it is necessary. So I'm talking about life after lockdown. So what would be the most realistic exit strategy for all of us here? So the outline of this whole realistic exit strategy would basically be um, well, a couple of pointers here, and uh, once the MCO or the partial lockdown is gradually relaxed, end of this month, and if it is not extended, we will have to do the following. The very first point is to continue to maintain strict physical social distancing as a long-term lifestyle. This could be our new normal. It is our new normal, people. All social gatherings will have to be drastically revised. Sporting events, school parties, weddings, funerals, birthday parties, anything that involves a lot of people gathering together. And this could be, you know, the start of a new generation of streaming um, online for concerts, for birthdays, for any events. So this basically means everywhere we will have to prevent crowds. We limit physical contact and practice physical social distancing at all times outside our home. So it will include transportation, our makan shops, our supermarkets, our playgrounds, recreational areas, uh, church gatherings or even uh, mosque gatherings, any religious gatherings, hotels, etc. Whatever can be done online, be it from shopping to training to entertainment, we will have to change a lot of things, okay? Point number two, cleaning hands and surfaces must be the new normal, must be normative. We've heard all sorts of public service announcements or messages loud and clear saying, we need to wash our hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. We need to sanitize with the proper sanitizers that have maybe more than 70% uh, alcohol or 60% alcohol. And... Don't ever touch your face outside the house uh, and disinfect surfaces frequently. So as a society, our level of hygiene, our cleanliness will have to surpass even the best country in the world if we want to survive this. We will all have to be proactive to clean surfaces after our contact with them. Uh, we have to carry alcohol-based hand sanitizers, which will be the new routine. This routine could be for months or even years and we will have to train all our helpers, our cleaners in proper wipe downs of all contact surfaces. Point number three, using the mask, using masks basically on our faces must be commonplace. So at any one time on any given day, a small proportion of the population will be having a mild respiratory illness. It must become our custom, guys, to wear a mask, whether or not we have a fever, a runny nose, or the cough. Preferably, we should all stay at home if we are unwell. So that in turn means employers and teaching institutions should be sensitive to ill persons and offer paid home leave liberally. This is just to stop the spread of any kind of illness that we can catch, especially COVID-19, right? So we have to adopt this strategy. I will be back with more tips in the second hour of TikTok with G. Stay tuned. 
You're listening to KK12 FM. 89.5, this is KK12 FM. Hey guys, this is the second hour of my show TikTok with G. And my show happens every Monday and Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. Wednesdays will be Midweek Crisis with Amy and G. And that usually happens from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for part one. And 5 to 7 p.m. for part two. So I'm talking about what ways we can... Uh, adapt to or things that we should adopt once this MCO partial lockdown is lifted. So I, I'm taking this from soyachinchow.com. I've given you three pointers, which is basically to maintain social distancing, continue to maintain it as a long-term lifestyle. Point number two was cleaning hands and surfaces must be the new normal. And using masks must be commonplace, especially if you have a mild whatever, mild cough, mild fever, mild flu, but best thing is to stay at home. So coming to point number four, develop rapid response coronavirus teams, precision quarantine. So according to soyachinchow.com, it says we will need in every state of Malaysia multiple emergency coronavirus squads that can rapidly spring into action when a small outbreak of coronavirus is suspected. And basically what they have to do is aggressive contact tracing and implement effective home quarantine for those suspected even to be ill. And to have this happen, we will need rapid testing capacity, uh, basically one to two hour results or even faster. And only the significantly ill should be transferred to hospitals and even that to limited designated locations so as to allow the regular hospitals to carry on with their other normal routine work. And those who are mildly ill should be offered home oxygen therapy. Pointer number five, availability of mass testing capability. So even as we relax our partial lockdown measures, we must be aware that the coronavirus will start to spread again. So basically, guys, this is just the beginning, okay? And what we've been doing to flatten the curve is basically to keep everything at bay and to make sure that there are no more, um, you know, unnecessary deaths involved. And we need the availability of mass testing that will allow us to identify individuals while still asymptomatic and allow for early self-isolation. So this will hopefully prevent further deaths. And we should especially provide and prioritize mass testing to healthcare professionals in general practice and outpatient clinics, teachers, service individuals providing deliveries, working in supermarkets and other frequent public contact locations. So I'm going to take a short break. Thank you so much for tuning in to 89.5. I'll be right back. This is KK12FM. You're listening to KK12 FM. This is KK12 FM. Thank you so much once again for tuning in to the right frequency. 89.5 is the frequency to tune into every single day for great content and awesome music. Coming back to my topic today, which is on the outline of exit strategy number three, according to soyachinchow.com. Point number six, using technology wisely to track context. So the current interview-based contact tracing is tedious. We must put in place a national handphone-based contact tracing system like Singapore has done. While we need to protect citizens' privacy or privacy, we also need to speed up contact tracing 
and inform the public that they are at risk and should either get tested or self-isolated. It is best not to develop our own system but adopt one from Singapore or South Korea or other nations that have successfully implemented it. This is not the time to develop and test a system that may fail. Ooh. Point number seven, all travelers into Malaysia should be screened. So as we lift or relax our travel restrictions, we have the risk of introducing fresh infections into the country. We may need to test all those entering the country, and this can only be done with rapid testing capacity. Those who travel frequently will be a major issue. For some who have been infected and recovered, a test, maybe showing antibodies, could be documented on a coronavirus test result card that everybody carries. And lastly, point number eight, according to soyachinchow.com, waiting for vaccines to arrive and provide immunity to the population. So this is possibly a longer-term strategy, but it may be the best-case scenario um, that suggests the earliest we will see a viable vaccine is about maybe one and a half to two years later, most likely. If the vaccine works effectively and the immunity lasts, we still have many, many issues. How to get supply when the whole world will want such a vaccine? It may take years to reach us if the methodology is not shared and we lack the technology to produce it. So a lot of things play a big role in getting this vaccine. Once available locally, we will also have to prioritize who gets it first and not allow only those VIPs or those who can pay to hog the vaccine. We need to give it to all the people, those with chronic diseases, uh, the healthcare professionals and service providers. So we have not covered all the other measures required to enable a meaningful exit strategy to return our life to normalcy, but other measures needed include growing the entire public health services that have been neglected for decades, boosting our medical facilities to increase intensive care beds, economic support and stimulus for the nation, dealing with recession and job loss, enhancing safety nets and social support, especially for vulnerable individuals and helpless communities. So that's uh, all according to soyachinchow.com, which I think was wonderfully written. And I hope you guys uh, will keep in mind that your contribution helps. And if you have anything to add on, do text us at 010975-2075 or you can send us a direct message to 89.5 underscore KK12FM on Instagram and Facebook. This is G signing out. Catch me on Wednesday with Amy D for our segment known as Midweek Crisis. With talk shows like TikTok with G, Reality Bites and Make It Happen. And I hope you guys have done your preparations and I hope you are looking forward to a big festivity with the family and friends. It's a very good day, Kota Kinabalu, and I hope that you're having a great week so far. My name is Ben Uzair and I appreciate you tuning in to my show, Make It Happen, right here on KK12 FM. Here on Reality Bites with me today, I try as best as I can to get the best of guests, even the best of topics to talk about. Your life is true. Sure to be filled with information and knowledge. 89.5 KK12 FM.